Good day, class. My name is Joey Melillo. I'm the professor, and this is It Needs to Be Catchy. I am joined today, as usual, by Daniel Milwee, the class's star pupil. Daniel, how are you? Uh, still resenting that I am being referred to as a pupil or student or really anything that is uh, lower or subservient to you. How are you? You know, I'm doing okay. Uh, it's uh, it's it, the weather is very mild here in Houston. Uh, the same cannot be said for what's happening in New York today, and that's where our audio engineer Greg Allen is. Greg, is it still snowing over there? Uh, it stopped about an hour ago, but it was it was definitely snowing all day today. Joey, what do you have in store for us today? Well, uh, to uh, to recap our premise very quickly, just in case you're somehow starting with episode two, which if that's the case, what's wrong with you? Uh, we are uh, we're we're teaching a theme song class, and uh, why don't we talk about the comfort signal? So, uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to evaluating what makes a television theme song great. There are a number of different ways that we can, uh, we can approach it. Uh, but I think that the most valuable and instructive way to do so is to think about the song accomplishing its purpose. And a theme song for a television show is setting up an expectation of what the show you're about to watch is going to be. Uh, it is a consistent and repeatable uh, performance uh piece of art, what, what have you, uh, that, uh, sets the audience's, uh, mind psychologically at ease. They're, they're being told you're entering a world that you're familiar with and you are going to, uh, you know, you're, you're going to see situations. You're going to see characters, uh, that, uh, that, that our theme song here is, uh, is is giving you an idea about so you know for instance it wouldn't make any sense if the Simon and Simon theme song uh, was a uh, was a was a was a light piece of classical music instead it's uh, it's kind of a dirty guitar riff uh, over images of uh, people waving broken bottles and driving monster trucks through the mud uh, and so you know that when you watch Simon and Simon you're going to see a show about a couple of detectives who are you know just you know they're blue collar folk cracking wise and uh, having uh, having fist fighty adventures. Uh, and that's, you know, the, all of that is set up by, uh, by that show's uh, theme song, which um, I think uh, we'll go ahead and play a short snippet of right here. Daniel, does that seem like a plausible theory to you? My only issue was uh, how do you even establish that comfort in the first place? You know, like that. Uh, right. That is that's developed between the viewer and their relationship to the show. Sure. But OK, yes. So I am absolutely willing to concede. And I'm, again, like this is not to, you know, try and find holes in any of your arguments. It's really just to like uh, take two polarizing agents like oil and water and somehow meld them mm -hmm. into uh, a salad dressing as you will. But 
uh, my thing on that is like, yeah, if you like the show, then you will become um, familiar with the characters and therefore feel it as a comfort zone. And I do think that certain, uh, the uh, arguably the better theme songs have that in mind. So they're writing something that will become a, an immediate trigger for repeat viewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still subjective though, right? It inspires me to ask the question though, uh, for, for you, Daniel, how are you, like, what are, what are the, what are the criteria that you use to evaluate the relative greatness or ungreatness of something like a TV theme song? Sure. So, um, in my original post, which we have now clarified through the magic of the internet, uh, which will absolutely never forget anything that you do ever, even if you try to delete it. My original three responses were cheers, happy days and the Jeffersons. And all three of those have lyrics Mm -hmm. and they were lyrics that, um, for the most part, stuck with me. I mean, I'm not going to get every single word right, but I can absolutely hum the tune to all three of those. Um, I'm pretty sure I could get every word right of cheers. Do it now. <laughs> I can't on the spot. I just can't. What's up? Making your way in the world today uh, takes everything you got. Okay, so now we're talking about the <laughs> the verse slash preamble versus the chorus, uh, which is important. And I actually really love the preamble to that song, uh, but I don't know the words to that. I only know the words to the the chorus, which I guess is also an important point of discussion here. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. You know, like, I know that part. And in fact, in some uh, first broadcasts and a ton of syndicated repeats, they would just go straight into the chorus. They wouldn't bother. uh, No, I know. That's actually how I know the song so well. Um, It was kind of, and actually, it's like the Simpsons in that way. It's like a lot of shows that we were watching, not necessarily when they aired, but we're watching like, you know, 6 p.m. on a fucking Thursday night. And certainly in the case of The Simpsons, when I was growing up, I was watching the new episodes as they aired on Sundays. But I was also watching, you know, an hour's worth every weekday, mm-hmm. uh, like once I was in middle school. Uh, and that's how I came to memorize so many episodes. But like, yeah, half of those episodes were uh, the theme song was abbreviated. Yeah. And that was true of cheers too. And several other shows like that where well, like, and, uh, and it's a point that, that, that will be worth going into, especially as we start to look at individual examples is frequently those songs had full length versions that most people almost never heard. Uh, but they are, uh, you know, just, just again, to have a comprehensive, uh, a comprehensive idea of, you know, what kind of song it was. I do think, uh, whenever possible, uh, one should be 
one should familiarize themselves with the full-length version as well as the broadcast version uh, just to get an idea of its uh, of its merits as a song. Uh, uh, one, one example I can give you of that uh, would be the Family Ties theme song, uh, Without Us is the name of it, uh, which is almost like five minutes long in its full version. And, that's, and, it, okay. and it, it has some sections that are just like... Like it doesn't need to be more than two minutes long. But that's, really. that's the thing. Like, why are you why are you gonna put forth that argument that we should get to know the full version of a theme song and then use family ties as your example? I mean, <laughs> I'm pulling my hair out right now because we're talking about something that is in in reality gonna be a 22 to 24 minute recorded broadcast. Uh-huh. Because you're adding in commercials and you're talking about, hey, in this 22 minute story that we have to tell about a serious family going through serious life crises and Michael J. Fox is in the background fucking things up as usual. We're going to take five minutes of that. Did you watch Family Ties? <laughs> sounds like you have a very tenuous idea of what that show is about. I mean, about. I watched Family Ties the same way I watch Growing Pains and that like... I over cereal in the background as your parents were yelling at each other. Yeah, and it was a great mirror of uh, <laughs> my life growing up. I was like, oh yeah, I could totally recognize that. Uh, I'm sure you know people who watched Malcolm in the Middle had the same experience when they were watching it for the first time in the 90s. Malcolm in the Middle has a theme song by They Might Be Giants, by the way. Who is a great band who wrote great uh, theme music, but you're derailing me, Joey, and I. Uh, no, no, I resent you. Okay, so it. you're saying you're saying. Uh, oh yeah, you're, why would you take precious time from your story? Because in theory, your story matters and is worth <laughs> every word that you put on the page. Like a true playwright, why would you take 22 minutes and and you know place five minutes of it for just a theme song? Oh, no, 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 no. I, you, you misunderstand me. I'm not suggesting that, you know, uh, that they do a minute and a half of cold open, turn to the camera and say, and now, ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Mathis, and listen to the <laughs> entire, entire song. Uh, but I am saying for our purposes, for the evaluation and judgment of the greatness of a theme song, we should understand the, uh, the version and hear the version that was broadcast. Uh, but I would encourage all of our listeners and, uh, and it's something, you know, I can, we can, we can provide links where necessary to, to go out uh, when there is a full length version of the song to listen to that full length version of the song, just for your own education and context. I see your point. I still disagree with it, but I think you should know that I only slightly disagree with it. And that's a victory, victory in and of itself. <laughs> as opposed to wholeheartedly disagree with it. And that's only because um, I think it's worth it to think about shows that we've already cited, mm-hmm. like The Simpsons, like Cheers, mm-hmm. where it's kind of a gamble, you know, whether you hear the full song or the... Um, or the truncated version of the song. And that's based on syndication based on whatever you're watching. Right. Um, and that's certainly an explanation for why I know the, the chorus of cheers way better, better than, than the verse versus of cheers. Yeah. But um, when it's something like 
I mean, I guess we can just go back to Family Ties, where I, I mean, I can't. I did watch Family Ties when I was a child. I certainly don't remember ever, ever hearing an extended version of that. And so, you know, when you're evaluating a theme song as a theme song, mm-hmm. I think it would be important to first and foremost get your your head wrapped around um, what you would expect to hear just in the context of the show. I totally and the agree fact that, that there is a five minute version of that that exists doesn't really matter if that's you know ninety percent of the time not what you're going to hear. I I I I agree up to the point where you say it. It, that it that it doesn't matter uh, because I do think that uh, again I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, encourage a comprehensive uh, understanding of the song and so if it, if it does have additional verses that are never played in a broadcast uh, I do think that it can there there are gonna there are gonna be times when it doesn't but there but then there will be times where it uh, where it absolutely does. Um, deepen your understanding and appreciation of the song just a little bit. Okay. I would, uh, I would love to discuss those examples with you in the future. Okay. But not right this second. Cause uh, I think we're, <laughs> at ri- we're at risk of running long as it is. So let me, let me ask you, uh, uh, again, uh, your criteria, uh, or the way that you prefer to, determine your examples of the best theme songs what are what are what are the things you're looking for in a great theme song i I, it's a fair question one that has not been completely answered yet so uh i will attempt again it has been barely answered when i think about (laughs) well let me start by talking about the history of themes uh when i think about some of my favorite theme songs okay uh yes so the ones that i cited already mm-hmm. um they're i mean so like night court and seinfeld both fall into the same category to me as very very good theme songs okay um, that are also wordless which i don't <laughs> i didn't have as a subcategory of like oh these are wordless theme songs until i fucking started talking to you but uh <laughs> you know that they're they're really good theme songs and yes i think i can immediately acknowledge even without talking to you uh the commonality of those theme songs which is the slap bass and i happen to you know uh go to school and like be playing bass in the orchestra and uh and you know rock bands when i was in high school and college so i'm sure there's an affinity for that kind of thing anyway I'm sure at some point you'll be able to hear my rendition of uh, <laughs> once once I reclaim my bass from where it is in this quarantine. See, anyway. this is this is where I feel like uh, including errata related to theme songs is, is like again, it enlivens and enriches my appreciation of the Night Court theme song. To know <laughs> that once upon a time, Dan Harmon wrote lyrics to the Night Court theme song. <laughs> are, are, are you familiar with them? No, I'm not. Familiar with Dan uh, Court. It is something about like there is a ball guy. <laughs> No, it's he actually. He's a cop. <laughs> the sax is the real voice in the song. It's yeah, just, 
uh, and then of course, and then there's the ones that like you know you could you and I could probably argue about whether they're actually good songs or not, but all the ones that are that are genuinely nostalgic for me. So uh, Transformers and Thundercats and. Um, well, well, to that end, if you don't mind me interrupting for just a second, um, sure. I think something we will be able to get a little bit of mileage out of is to delve into the nature of nostalgia and why it tends to stick into our brain. Because you think about something like a Thundercats theme song, which is, and this is, you know, this is not me trying to trying to dump on it or anything, but it's not a particularly memorable piece of music, which means there are other elements surrounding that theme song that make it sticky and memorable for you, which is the point that I'm trying to get at, which is that uh, for me, judging a great theme song can't just be about the musical experience. No, I, so I'm willing to concede that to a point, just like you were willing to concede my earlier point to a point. When you think about the the three that I talked about in the beginning, so when I look at, you know, why did I pick uh, Cheers, I actually I'm still kind of on the fence as why is why I picked Cheers. I think Cheers might be the most nostalgic of the three. Um, but when I pick Happy Days. Happy Days sounds like a 50s song. Like, if you were to play that song, Happy Days, it wouldn't sound out of order next to any of the doo-wop bands and early rock and roll bands of the 50s and 60s, which is exactly what they were going for. When you listen to the Jefferson's theme song, it sounds like a soul song from the seventies, you know, I mean, it's very straightforward. Like this is what we are going for. And this is what we have achieved in that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a hallmark to not only it's catchiness, but also just like it did what it was trying to do. It evoked that emotion or that feeling of like what the show is about. For you, those like that, that those best songs, uh, encapsulate, something about the show that is of its moment in time. I wouldn't say moment in time so much as just like, yeah, the feeling that it's trying to evoke or, okay. or the time in which it's set. But yeah, basically I guess, you know, like you look at the Jeffersons, what are they trying to convey in their show? You know, they literally are trying to convey um, a black family that is moving on up and is in this, you know, kind of foreign alien situation. Okay. And so the lyrics speak to that, but the, the song is still bringing back to your core audience. Like this is the kind of music that we listen to. This is the kind of feelings that we have. This is how we're going to connect. Okay. I mean, I think I, I think I get that, and you, you know, it's uh, it's encouraging for me to hear you say that because I don't think that that is that that there is as wide a gulf between us as as I'd originally feared. Um, I you know I'd been under well, and you know, in the interest of being you know semi serious about this, I had been under the impression that uh, 
music, you know, music you enjoyed was the sole criteria for your, 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 your sole criteria for evaluation. I'm, I'm relieved to hear that I'm wrong, uh, that there is something intrinsically related to the show that will be part of the way that you judge it going forward. Uh, for the next time that we, we, uh, do this, let's, uh, let's, let's look at a handful of examples, uh, one, 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 one by one, uh, maybe we'll get two or three, uh, in the, in the first, in the next couple of episodes per episode. Uh, and we can, uh, you know, we could talk about what we like about them. We can talk about what we don't like about them. Uh, and from that we'll establish, uh, uh, a, a, a template uh, that we can use for uh, for for looking at uh, for looking at other songs going forward.